Redshift ideas don't explain the origin of our earthly domain. It's Rhyme and Reason 434. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're... Hey there, Tony here. And as you might have been able to tell from the opening, this episode is a little deeper, a little deeper dive than the poetic or lyrical, you know, creative kind of things. Although there's a lot of creativity involved in this, especially talking about redshift. And you think, what in the world? (laughs) What? Redshift? What does that have to do with rhyme and reason? Well, if you've ever, you know, if you've never heard of it or you've looked into the redshift of light from distant stars or the cosmic microwave background radiation. How's that for a term? You can just call it CMB. And let's talk about the amount of helium in the universe. You know, all of that, if you've never heard of or, you know, looked into that, don't feel bad because it's not, you know, exactly typical dinner conversation. I would say it's probably not typical uh, stuff you'd find in other podcasts of guys who, you know, call themselves singer-songwriters, etc. But it's all pretty darn important because it all contradicts the Big Bang Theory. I'm not talking about that silly little TV show. I'm talking about the Big Bang Theory of how everything in the universe came to be. So I got a little connection here of Redshift and the Lithium Sunset. Okay, now he's really jumped off the deep end. Redshift, lithium, sunset. Where in the world could this be going, right? Well, I'm a big fan of Sting's music, and, you know, it's it's an acquired taste, I guess you could say. Not everybody would like Sting's music, but um, I I like it. I like it a lot, as a matter of fact. It's one of my favorites. You might remember him from the, you know, being the lead singer of The Police. (laughs) What? What? You've never heard of them either? Well, you can take my word for it then. They were a highly successful band from the 80s, way back in the 20th century. And, you know, even though that's a long time ago, Sting's still pretty darn popular and going strong these days. Anyway, back to the point. Sting wrote a song called Lithium Sunset. And it's another one of his tunes of, you know, angst that uses educational-sounding lyrics to convey an emotion. And that's, that's cool. I like that. It sure beats tear in my beer because I'm crying for you, dear. If that's a song you like, I'm sorry. But uh, that one rubs me the wrong way. Anyway, Trouble Is, uh, with Sting Song, it sounds like more of his personal confused reality. And I'm sure that he doesn't see it that way. I'm, I can guarantee you. It's a shame because, like I said, I really do enjoy his music, just not many of his messages. Uh, For example, here's a a little bit of the lyrics from that song, Lithium Sunset. He, He says, Take this heartache of obsidian darkness and fold my darkness into your yellow light. See what I mean? Three references to darkness in four little lines there. Ah, two of the instances of the word itself, darkness. You know, darkness, he has it in two lines. Obsidian darkness and fold my darkness into your... Oh, man. And that term obsidian, uh, I guess he just added that for some oomph, but um, that's a basically a piece of volcanic rock that looks like black glass. Pretty cool. And I guess he's, you know, thinking of his heart as 
taking on the look and feel of cold black glass. Anyway. Okay, Tony, but what in the world does Sting Song have to do with this whole Redshift thing? Oh, yeah, 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 Redshift. Well, <laughs> the song actually only has a little bit to do with it. And as in a little bit of lithium, okay, lithium, sunset, we're, we're kind of tying it together here now. Literally, according to the Big Bang predictions, there should be loads, loads of lithium in and around our galaxy. But there's only a little relatively speaking. I mean, it's a giant universe and, you know, but it's just one of the elemental problems with the Big Bang Theory. And there's some serious discrepancies with helium and antimatter and the CMB, which I mentioned before. You want me to, you want me to actually name it again? Really? You're going to make me go there? Okay, CMB. All right, I'll stick with the CMB. Um, but all of those are, you know, in short order. There's not a lot of them, but many of the Big Bang problems that, you know, say that there should be a lot of that, that stuff going on in the universe, a lot of those problems can actually go away if and when scientists look at the complex design in the universe and, you know, approach it with a designer perspective. Huh. What if somebody was actually trying to make this universe? What would it look like? What, what could we expect if somebody was designing it? Hmm, let's, let's, let's approach it from that, from that perspective. I, what am I doing? Jimmy Stewart here? Okay, so, so much falls into place and makes sense when you, when you can ask questions based on design. Trouble is, the whole designer idea means God might actually exist. Oh my goodness. Evolutionists who have problems with absolutes, they believe God absolutely cannot exist. To say he does makes them see red. Yep, I'm pulling myself back to that red shift. I hope they experience a red shift before they leave the planet for good. Now, that red shift is starlight as it moves away. And they found this out that stars in the starlight moving away from us and our perspective and all that. And they, they call that red shift. And you could get more into that. You could go to the links in the um, show notes that go with this um, episode. Let me look. Do I have a... I got to look and see if there's a, actually a link. I don't think I made a link this time. But if you go to some of the links that I've shared in other episodes that lead to Walt Brown's book online, he's got his book online, pretty cool. You'll see there's a whole section there and he gets... He's very... Uh, a lot more of a deep dive into that. I'll put it that way. So you can learn some, some stuff and you'd be like, uh-oh, uh, something here sounds right. Or, you know, you could be rebellious and say, this guy's an idiot. Well, this guy, you know, has his degrees and stuff from MIT. Where'd you get yours? <laughs> I got mine from School of Hard Knocks. So uh, for now, just explain to me, you redshift rowdies, the speeding starlight velocities and how quasars stick with galaxies, contradicting Big Bang theories. I'm sure somehow it makes sense to you, but only because you want it to, and your agenda is so see-through, and most still buy your worldview voodoo. Your thoughts will have a Doppler effect. Your understanding will be perfect. If you can admit you're incorrect, you and your soul can still resurrect. 
All right, dive into that one and see if it makes any sense. It does to me. I wrote it, so hopefully it makes sense to me. And until next time, remember this is Tony, brought to you by TonyFunderberg.com, maker of fine words and music, books and merch, and rhymes and reasons. And life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme.